Welcome back to Top 5 Disco. I'm Josh. I'm Adam. And we are back delving deeper and deeper into the discography of Motion City Soundtrack. Getting close to the end here, last week we thoroughly explored their fourth and fifth albums, My Dinosaur Life and Go. This week we're going to talk about their sixth and final album, Panic Stations, as well as discuss some of our favorite B-sides and non-album tracks that we think are worth your time. Here we go. Let's do this. Oh my god. This album. This album. Okay. I don't think it's that bad. Uh, <laughs> I don't think it's as bad as we're making it out to be. It's, it's definitely their worst album. I think we can just sort of unequivocally say that. Can we? A hundred percent. I mean Which is sort of sad. This happened with Coldplay too. What is going on? All right, let's get let's get into a little bit of history. Let's mention the name. Panic Stations. <laughs> <laughs> Panic Stations. Motion City Soundtrack's final album. What a sad way to go. So Tony, the drummer, the, the man we've been talking about this whole time <laughs> and praising up and down, he left the band, unfortunately, battling you know his depression. He, the incessant touring schedule yeah. was, was, was too hard for him. And so he left the band in 2013. I don't think it's fair to just say it's because he left. I mean, there's so much no. else wrong with this album. A hundred percent. They got their old drum tech buddy claudio as the new drummer was he in saves the day saves the right? day i don't know them at all me neither i'm not gonna say it's tony i think that adds insult to injury yeah. i justin listen tragedy makes good don't, art don't don't that is a slippery dangerous slope and i don't agree with you at all i think that sometimes that is the case and justin is married and happier than he's been before i'm just literally looking at all the lyrics it what happened i don't know he lost it he lost it he really His songwriting chops yeah listen i'm not gonna say that that is the case with everyone that i think just, lyrically you're absolutely correct and there are some serious fucking clunkers on this album but there's also songs i like on it so i can't say he's completely lost it What's interesting about this album is that I read they did a couple things differently that you would think would make this the best album. A, this is the first time they all wrote all their songs together in the same room. Instead of, you write this song, wrote this song, wrote this song, bring it together. Right. They wrote it all together in the same room. Apparently, they had 50 song ideas I going know. to the studio. Yeah, and if these are the ones they ended up with, I'm very curious what those were. <laughs> they also, they're the new producer. Okay, so heads up. My one run-in with Justin, I was in Brooklyn getting onto the train, or I was in Manhattan getting on the train to Brooklyn, and I ran into Justin Pierre. It was amazing. I saw him, immediately knew it was him. So excited. I nervously was like, should I say something? Yes. So I was just like, Justin. And he sort of looked at me, sort of surprised, but he ended up being really cool. We got a talking, um, and then it sort of felt like, okay, well, that's it. And we then we got on the same train together, and he, go, he literally said to me, well, this is awkward. <laughs> and then we ended up spending the whole train ride to Brooklyn talking. And this was awesome. He was so nice and so sweet and interested in what I was saying. And we were talking about music. We weren't just, I wasn't just like, I'm such a big fan. Was, <laughs> he, I, I, I asked him, like, what are you doing here? He's like, oh, um, we're mixing the new record, Panic Station. He didn't tell me the album title, but he's like, we're mixing the new record. He's like, I'm really excited for the producer that we used on this album. He did, uh, you know, Dinosaur Jr., Sonic Youth, all these great 90s bands that I loved. He was so excited about this new producer. I don't know, man. I, I think this guy blew it. I mean, the sound of this album sound is so, is so bad. murky well, and Well, first of muddy. all, I don't, I, you didn't mention this, but another thing with this album that they did is they recorded it live. I, was, I forgot to, yes. And I think that 
adds to it, but still, no, they, a good producer made it should... awesome. That's well, what I'm saying. Listen, Writing I'm... these songs together, doing it live, would have sh- normally should sound good. I don't know if it's the producer or the mixer. Something went wrong. This album sounds like shit. It really does not sound good. It's very wall of sound. It's just this like. It's so muddy. You can barely discern when they all play together. You cannot. You can't really hear who's doing who's what. doing anything. And to be honest, I don't think they're doing a whole lot. It's another thing that no, really, I don't. I and it's. A shame because I'm telling you I love their orchestration. You mentioned the same exact thing with Headful of Dreams and Coldplay. That a band that used to love where every part you could pick out something fun and interesting that the band is doing, they just start sort of dialing it in. Yeah, it's 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 kind of a bummer. Yeah, it is. Again, I mean, aside from the lyrics, aside from not having Tony, which it's like, listen, Claudio does a passable job. He's he's fine. He's like he's a drummer. He's a good but he's drummer. Not Tony. He's not Tony. So he, you've lost that that like quirky aspect of the music that tony brings to it um rhythmically and literally just the songs the songs are just not that good they fall back on a lot of uh pop punk kind of cliches cliches that like they really spent five hours kind of pushing to the side like maybe hinting at it here and there but this time they just they like fell into it and it's again it's so sad because you always it's like this is this is their send-off this is their last one. I really one. wished it was floating down the river. Yep. Because no, Go was like, wow, they ended away. on this strange experimental album that for the most part really worked. So enough negativity. We still had to find our top five songs. And I will for say, sure. I, I really like the songs I picked. There was one specific uh, new discovery for me, which I okay. really found to be oh, I'm excited exciting. to hear what that is. <laughs> so at least these five songs I really enjoy. I, I really do enjoy the rest I can't say the same for, or we're kind of flirting with, all right, this is fine. Like, it's a catchy, uh, let's just get into it. Yes. Okay. My number five is Broken Arrow. Okay. My number five is The Samurai Code. My number four is Anything at All. Okay, should be a little higher. Uh, my number four is Heavy Boots. My number three is Heavy Boots. Okay. My number three is Days Will Run Away. Gert. Uh, (laughs) my number two is i can feel you oh okay what is your number one my number two is anything at all my number one is the samurai code nice okay good and my number one is absolutely i can feel you oh that makes me happy yeah such such a great we'll get to it yeah we will (laughs) awesome all right so your number five is broken arrow So <laughs> there's something about the chorus melody. No, I get it. That I got. I think it starts off lame. And then I like that. I can't make this. There's something about the entire melody that it's not. It's kind of out. It's kind of out of the key, but it kind of works. There's something about that that I cued in the first time you ever showed it to me. And that hasn't really gone away. I like the. I think, yeah. 
The strumming is cool of the guitar also. The verses are kind of stupid stadium. But I think this is one of the worst or one of the one of the most obvious times that the production muddies and fucks this whole song up. You can barely hear the band in this song. It's yeah. so like you said wall of sound yeah. like it's so odd to it's so off to me. I think that part that you sang is like the redeeming part of the song. It's catchy and I sing it a lot. Yeah. But the melody in the verse is pretty much the, I can feel you. How many times is it? Da, da, da. I don't know. It's like I hear what you're I saying. I noticed this in this album. Yeah, is that the few times, the few melodies that are maybe good, kind of okay, they kind of reuse in a different song, and it's like it kind of shows that a band is mm. coming to the end. I like the melody. There's room for malediction when you're stranded on the shore. Not bad. Not um, bad. The bridge is like a lame attempt at an old, <laughs> like Motion City soundtrack feel for them. You know what I mean? It has the like, <laughs> like a soft Motion City soundtrack, but it's yeah. just not good. And I'm really not trying to look for these things. It really just is what it is. I love how badly you're talking about the song that you picked as your number five. <laughs> <laughs> I'm realizing that too. <laughs> Yeah, I don't really get much else to say. Uh, and then they do their classic kind of do do where you go, I follow, where they just kind of straight ahead beat. So throwaway. Yeah, it's not that good. But that's that's what I think about the album All too. Right. So that's why it's number five. <laughs> Wonderful. My number five was your number one, so we'll skip that. Uh, my number four and your number three, heavy boots. Looking for things to do, pathetic mystery. Talk about what I just said about how there's a melody rehashed. I think one of the best melodies on this album, we haven't even gotten to the song yet, is uh, I'm dying inside, there's no way to hide. And they did the same exact thing. Staring at the ocean. It's the same melody. I didn't ever notice that. Oh man, I noticed that hard. And I'm just like, you can't, uh, you can do it. You did it. So in the spirit of talking shit about the song that we picked... I hate the opening line of this so much. Oh my God. Long live the, the echoes, echoes of, of my, my despair. despair. Okay, now the listener can't hear. The line is, long live the echoes of my despair, dissolving into nothing. This is the first time it became like a caric- a bad caricature of some of his lyrics. That is like middle school poetry bullshit. Yeah, what is he doing? It's bad. And it sounds, and that's the first thing we hear on the song. It sounds so awkward. It's such a groan-worthy moment. And it yep. starts it off. Luckily, the melody itself is very good, very catchy, very fun, and the chorus is catchy as shit. I didn't notice what you were saying, but I, I hear what you're what you're getting at there. No, I still it. like it. It's, it's it's very fun. It's a very Motion City the, soundtrack. The Moog riff is awesome on that. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. It's um, another banger. I like it's just a lot of energy, which is great. Um, we got a nice guitar slow on here, sort of a la Fell in Love Without You. Yeah, there's one part of the solo that I really like, just at the end. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, I don't have much else to say. This is and kind of what I feel about this album. Heavy it's like, boots. There's not a lot to pick apart. Yeah, Bummer. except everything. Okay, let's start with. Uh, let's continue with my number three, which you didn't include. The closing song, "Days Will Run Away." Why is goodbye so hard to say? 
So I mentioned every album, I think almost for almost all of them. I, I don't think Cambridge is one of my favorite songs at all in mm -hmm. a movie, but besides that, the openers and the closers are the best. And I love this closer. I really, it really grew on me. And I think it's, it's not as good a send off as floating down the river would have been, but I think it's a really beautiful ending. Um, I really love that gorgeous guitar. You it's, don't like that? I do. Oh, I okay. really do. What kept this off my list is the entire second half. I remember listening to this. Just that it dies out and I explodes in. I remember listening to the song with you in the car for the first time. And I was like, yeah, I like this. Oh. I love the pick part. I liked his verse melody. And then as soon as it ends that second chorus, you hear... And I was like, no, why? Why did you do that oh, so obvious? I like that. Oh, oh so obvious no, to you? No, don't tell me you like that. I hate I do. that. I hate that. I really wish they didn't do that. I wish the song just stayed acoustic or was not as, it's just so. So heavy. And the days will run away. But it's so, it's so blocky. It's so, there's nothing about it. We talked about how you liked when the band was all hitting the notes together. I That's think. different. I like when there are hits like dana 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 not boom That's too bad. I think it's a beautiful send-off. Uh, the days will run away before you know it. And the fake out at the end. Why do you need that? Just end the song with those ethereal noises. You don't I need like this the fake out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm no, I I'm glad that you're able to find some good stuff in here cuz I this is very reminiscent know. of our last podcast. <laughs> It really is. Yeah. Um, I like that little sunburst solo. I don't remember how it goes. Sunburst solo. Yeah, it feels like Listen sunburst guitar. <laughs> it also sounds very much the chord, I think. There's something about the second chord that they use is very only exception by Paramore. Ooh. Um, yeah, I hear that. Yeah, and as soon I totally as I heard that. that, I was like, ooh, this is kind of different from Motion's soundtrack. I like it. But there's something about this album where literally 80% of it I'm going to give them 20%. 80% yeah, of it does not sound like Motion City soundtrack. Yeah. I'm not saying I'm not saying 80% is bad. I think a large percentage is not good. I think you're right. But it it so much of it that does not sound we like We haven't them. gotten into the singles of this album, but it's like what? This is the opposite of this is what they were standing out from yeah. in the beginning. Exactly. And they completely devolved. We'll get to those. Next, let's do your number 4 and my number 2, the opening track, Anything at All. Banger alert. Banger. <laughs> but why do you have to start the entire album off with, with as if it's a joke? So stupid. It's like the entire, Let's you're about to hear this. a joke. Let's do this. Let's do our guys. Let's go. Yeah. It's so dumb. And I, 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 I'm so upset that they did that. It ruined, honestly, this fought for number one for me because I think it's such a perfect Motion City song and very quintessentially mm -hmm. them. But I'm not saying that is what did it, but there are little parts of the song that I'm like, really? Like, you, you could have been... I think it could have been even better. I still love it. I love. I do. L O V E. Love this song. Damn. Do you not feel that way? No. Oh boy. Um, Such a critic. <laughs> as we're allowed to be. That's uh, what we're here for. As soon as the band comes in, I appreciate the energy. That's it's just still, literally it's still muddy. It's so muddy. It's yeah, so. It is. 
But, they, but the band still feels hungry and, and energized and invigorated. No, there's definitely... Listen, this the is The drums still... sound good on this song. song. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Yeah. I like the chorus I like, but it's like a fine part of any other album. It's one of those things. I think the chorus is amazing. Each and time the I try to bass line is very Paul McCartney. Do you know what I'm talking about? I don't think it's I've like ever very, noticed that. Very good bass line. Yeah. That's kind of going to... It's very good. That's Matt's a good guy. Yeah, he's great. Um, um, like the melody is fine. It's it's like not a brilliant melody, but I get it. I get it's fun. It's and it's got the the Moog. That's it's very. It is still Motion City soundtrack. At all. You don't like that? At oh what 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 what? You were just talking. What song was it in the last record? Where you, oh, you kind of liked the noodling at the end. Yeah, that's. Oh. I think I singled it out as like I, I like that. At all, at all. As I the hate it. I hate it. What? The vocalizing was on floating down the river, and that's beautiful. And he changes it up throughout, and it's just at the end of the song. It's not like this is no floating down the river. Let me get that straight. I know, but I like the second half of the verse when they go that's awesome it's rocking very good changed it up as always it's good the outro melody of Adam you don't like that either no Adam I don't like his vocalizing on this I don't know why I love the notes he hits the band sounds huge and fucking hungry on this song I like that a lot yeah no I feel it listen this was (laughs) you feel me I can feel you. Thank you. Um, yeah, the song is fun to listen to. I just, again, all those, maybe I'm saying that I don't like them because certain parts don't feel like Motion City soundtrack to me, mm. but believe, uh, no, I don't, I don't think that is the case. I think if I heard that, I'd be like, this is, that's, I don't agree with you there because this, <laughs> <laughs> this sounds very Motion City to me. The chorus sounds very Motion City to me. And that like second like verse thing. I've been trying to know you're going through. I'm talking to you. What's very emotional <laughs> is that melody I did. Or maybe I didn't even sing it yet. The distance between you and me. Yes. Like he still has Justinism. Like I'm not going to. He's sort obviously of, the same person. Of. But yeah. anyway. I think it's a great opener. You seem a little lukewarm on it, but number four. I okay. think on, I agree with you that I think, granted, Days Will Run Away didn't make it to my list. The first half of it I love, and I think that they still managed to make some of the better songs, the opener and closer, but yeah. it's not saying a whole lot for me. That's fair. Okay, let's do my number five and your number one, your new discovery. Yes. The Samurai Code. The ocean floor, starving myself in the name of progress, clutching tight as the ship goes down my God. Or, or when it comes, yeah. Sorry, I, you were doing the opening, but I was just my my brain went to that section where they bring back. Yes. Okay. No, I started off. Let me talk about the things I don't like about it first, because okay. there is a lot that I do. Um, the Tom DeLong best in the chorus. 
you hope for the best, but the best always <laughs> leaves you behind. Like, come on. Yeah. The chorus is not that gr- The first half of the chorus is not that great. I like the, I want to anchor someday. someday. And especially, I want to anchor and stay. Yeah. Um, yes. I need every, as soon as they go to that, at the very end and in the middle, that uh, just rocking interlude is great. It, I really do like that. The verse melody, it's catchy, but it's like... Sounds like even if it kills me, poppy verse. Yeah, it's just it's, I like it. I like it too. Um, and I, but I, I love every single time those hits come in. I don't know, are they hammer ons? I don't exactly know what a hammer on is, <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> I got a hammer on right now. <laughs> I have a hammer on for this song. Yeah. Anytime you have the <laughs> anyway. The best that, part. that is a hammer on. You're absolutely right. Am I right? Yeah, because he's he's <laughs> he not he's not that. strumming. He's using the percussion of okay. hitting the yeah. And just and this is what I mean. These are the hits that I like. Boom boom blah boom boom blah boom boom. Yeah. Not no 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 no. I love. Let's just talk about what we're all here for. The bridge of this song yes. is, I think, the best moment on this album. It. I really maybe do. maybe. Dragging Can we just sing it? Like a broken record, taking the fall like a champion. My heart belongs beneath the ocean The guitar ethereals going on. It is beautiful. It is so nice, and it's such a breath of fresh air and from the, the rest of this album. And even better when he does it again, and then it goes. It is, and again, you just sang it, but they brought back the intro yes. riff. Oh man, it's oh, so it's, well, it is well, well, uh, well written, written, well, well orchestrated. Um, yeah, all these things. And again, when he does the at the very end, uh, I'd like to anchor and stay, and he hangs for just a little bit longer, and then they go back. It's definitely you know to me the best. I think song you're right. I think it's the best part of this album. That part. I don't think the rest of the song warrants it being the best song on the album. Yeah, Different I don't know. Strokes. Different strokes. That's why I kept it at number five because I knew it had Stroking to. that hammer on. It had to be <laughs> in my top five. Sort of like how I felt like Makeout Kids should have been because that part is so good that yeah. I love, but the rest yeah. didn't. This still put it over the edge in this album at least. Okay. All right. Let's do your number two and no question my number one. Uh, I Can Feel You. Hesitation Staring down the tide It pulls you apart It stabs in the dark It carries away I'm starting to see The problem with me is everything I can't wait to find you I really hate Last album, I talked about how they were so experimental. They were changing this. Then this song, it feels like maybe I'm hyperbolizing. This feels like one of the most experimental things they've done in terms of songwriting, song structure, all over the place that builds on itself. You don't agree? It's very interesting. I really don't. I almost mm. I find a bunch of, and I'm so, I'm really sorry if I'm stepping on your toes. That's okay. I I find. A lot of the parts great, but actually, a lot, and but in a good way because they're reminiscent of some older Coldplay. Uh, Coldplay. <laughs> Wrong podcast, buddy. <laughs> some other uh, Motion City soundtrack stuff. Like again, I mean, here you you talk about what you like about so, it. So I mean, when I, I heard really this like song, the song in a massive ocean of bullshit, <laughs> the first few times I listened, <laughs> I was like, wow, uh, this totally stands out to me as what they could have sounded like. Mm-hmm. Like it feels to me like this. 
this song felt like a progression for the first time and this whole album okay. was like whoa they've never done this before this is really interesting it's got sort of like a dark disco kind of vibe to the yeah. drumming and it's got such a cool groove uh, the drumming with the hi-hats and yeah it, i like i like what claudio does on yeah it. i really do too yeah every melody that he does is so cool in the verses and then he changes it up i'm dying inside there's yes. no one to hide <laughs> that part and they yeah. change the rhythm of the drums and it goes right back into yeah i, I love i do. love the verse melody the guitar mirrors it yeah all this time i've wasted i love i love when it when that's done tastefully it's done very well yeah and then the fucking chorus is so cool and strange. Are you shaking your head because you don't agree or you agree? Oh, I totally agree. No, okay, it's great. Okay. No, that is very, to me, also very quintessential. Um, I was going to say Coldplay again. I can't wait to find you soundtrack. running. Dun, 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 that could be on Commit This to Memory to me, honestly. Like that, that rhythm is... Yeah. One, two, one, two, one, two, three. That, 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 that is so cool. Yeah, it's great. I'm just... It just... I remember hearing it being like, this is so cool. This band is so cool. And that came after fucking tko and followed up by lose control like what <laughs> we'll get into those but uh, the song just has so many parts that are cool it's the delicious Somehow, meat between the white bread yeah fits, fits together <laughs> really well uh even the slow part which i used to not be as i thought like eh, this went on a little too long you're talking about the i can't feel that note for some reason irks me you and your ilk, you, you your ilks and your irks and my irks. <laughs> uh, it's be my separate yeah, podcast. I used to be like, ilks and irks. <laughs> I used to think it kind of went on too long. This could have been tighter, but to me, it works now. It builds really well because then when he finally comes in with, he's so hungry and his voice keeps going up. I like and that. He keeps I like adding that more adjective. melody to. Yeah, it's it's awesome. There's something about that that feels like a. Also, kind of a uh, pop punk cliche, which I don't love. Hmm. It calls back to what they do on "Everything Is All Right." Um, Give me a reason. Where it's just like do 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 do, and there's like these voices going on at the same time. I just think they did it a lot better in that song. Yeah, okay. This one, I, I don't love. Really, everything. I love the verses into the chorus, back to the verse, back to the chorus, and then I like when the chorus comes in again. I don't like anything in between. I get it. And that the, part and, and, was and the, the part that grew on me. Goes on way too long. Yeah, it's over five minutes, I think. Yeah, there should have been four minutes. They just yeah. are writing that. But even when he's not singing, they just kind of write it out. And I'm like, you didn't need to do that. You just didn't. I like it. <laughs> I like you. I like you. All right, those were our top fives for uh, Panic Station. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the curse of the last album, I guess. Yeah. We don't officially know if Coldplay is done, but they did say that was their last album. So at right. one point, who knows? And who knows? Maybe these guys will all get hungry to tour again. I Final know that. Warp Tour is this summer. Maybe they'll get them back. I mean, it's only been two years or one year, two years. Like, can they really come back? No way. Yeah. I don't know. I hope Before so. I don't we know talk about wouldn't. the future or lack thereof of the band, let's just go through the, the rest. The future freaks me out. Uh, <laughs> the rest of this tepid album. Okay. So anything at all, I think is a great opener. Then it goes into the lead single. This was the lead single? TKO. <laughs> I didn't yeah. even know that. Oh my God. Um, there are part, okay. There's a part that I love. There's one part that I love. Because I want to yes. know. Because that to me is Motion City soundtrack. To understand. There's something about that melody and the harmonies. Oh, that's another thing. On this album, if there are harmonies, not much. I don't hear them. They're buried in the mix or something. Again, 
you're missing Tony, you're missing the harmonies, you're missing Justin's lyrics. It's just like so not this band. But I hate the verses to this song. Like I hate them. Um, whoa, I want to I kill whoa. myself when I hear. <laughs> it's, it's so dumb. Whoa. You just filled space with. He had no. He had ugh. nothing to do there. Oh God! It's, I hate the verses. It's so I don't rare. Like the it's riff. so rare for me to hate verses because even songs that I don't love by them, their chorus is kind of eh. I'm usually like, I love the verses though. This is like, ugh. yeah, it's almost the opposite. No, the chorus is bullshit too. <laughs> Just that first part. You keep knocking me out. I can't get up. So stupid. I just stay down. I'm it's sorry, Matt. It's so <laughs> dumb. And then. <laughs> I hate that yell. Like Doc, it sounded like Doc when, Ock in our <laughs> Spider-Man game. Back to our music that we've written. Do you remember the song we wrote with our cousin Eric in camping called Tonight Tonight? Yeah. And I go, like I do <laughs> like this. It sounds like it sounds Where so did that come dumb. from? They could have gone their entire discography without doing that. So and that dumb. is like, why'd you get Screamo? Why'd you get Screamo for a second? Why'd you do it? This is the lead single. And this is this is, actually, this is after Inside Out came out. So they did a one-off single to celebrate to Claudio being their drummer, and it's probably the worst song they've ever written. I think, like, worse than most of these. Really? Inside Out? I don't think it's a good song, but I would not call that get the worst inside, song. Get inside. Oh, kill me. I hate that song <laughs> so much. But anyway, they followed that up with TKO. It's like, oh, man. Oh. What a bummer. Go back to vocalizing that I hate. Out. Uh, that one I agree with you. Uh, oh my god, the song! I can't, so <laughs> die, boy, boy. <laughs> so dumb. Oh boy. I will the bridge, say the bridge is awesome. I, you don't think so? I don't think it's horrible. I think the mode sounds awesome. great. I think Cla- it's Claudia's best moment on the album. Yeah, he's got a great fill in there. So listen for that. It's just kind of the band like, sounds huge, fine. and then they go back to this bullshit song. I don't know. Uh, just play down. Such a letdown. Fuck this Not song. to be outdone by uh, Fuck Me, Lose Control, the <sighs> second single. What? What happened? <laughs> There's something about both of these songs that just sounds so bored. This is the. I could get lost for days. This has. Okay. <laughs> even if it kills me, they're like, hey, we're going to use a drum machine and make it sound fucking awesome because the song is awesome. This is like the cheapest, shittiest sounding drum machine and terrible. Terrible first melody. There's nothing here. There's nothing here I like. The only thing worse than the verses is the chorus, which is nothing. Whoa, whoa, it's time to lose control. Whoa, whoa. You know what? I'm not going to do it, but he does it three more times. It's what were they oh my thinking? God. They're just like pandering to getting I, this to me feels like a everyone, like, yeah, at the stadium, get drunk, let's, let's lose control. It's just so It's so stupid. lazy and terrible and boring and phoned in and repetitive it's and just embarrassing. Horrible This is the most around. embarrassing song on the album, I think, more so than oh, TKO. Yeah. Oh, I agree. Because I don't think I have anything here I like, whereas I in, in uh, TKO, I've got that uh, pre-chorus and the drum fill. This is like, I, okay, one thing I will say I like is when he goes, wow, wow. He's like screaming yeah, the woes. Okay. I kind of like that. The post chorus. Did you hear how much this bridge sounds like Weezer? I'm getting lost in the wave. It's so rivers. There really is something about it that is very that rivers. Part's okay. Okay. It doesn't irk me like the way the rest of this shit oh, storm does. Oh man, this song's bad. Such a rough song. Such a rough listen. Such a rough. Such a rough. Such a rush. <laughs> But yeah, okay, let's go. anything at all, amazing. TKO, bullshit. 
I can feel you, amazing, lose control, the worst. Like, what are they doing here? They, they just do not... Okay, we re- I think we both read this article where Justin was asked to rank his records, and he... The, the album was, like, just about to come out. It just came out. He was I like, really think... He was, you're not going to say that your album is not your best album when you release it. I really hope. I really hope. Like, but he, okay. Yeah, but it's but on record. The same time, it's on record that he said this is his favorite album. Yeah, like how? How? You're right. You're right. Who? Who's not going to say that if you're interviewed? They're not going to be like actually. But who knows? Maybe it really is, and that's a shame. Oh boy! All right, it's a pleasure to meet you, but it's not a pleasure to meet this song. Oh, oh, <laughs> so cute! <laughs> this fought for my number five. No, are you kidding me? I really dislike this song. It's a bad anthem. It's a bad anthem. I hate the chords. I don't like these lyrics at all. You're not alone. We've all had our... Okay, I don't it? like the chorus. I'll Darkness say that. Darkness and shadows. But Okay, the verses are... Everything is so damn tragic. Okay. I love that part. Sure. And then on the second verse, the... No? This ma- I think this Claudio's ma- great drum rhythms and changes all over the song. I love the dramatic part. Um, I guess that's it. Maybe it's not that great. <laughs> You're right. The chorus is lame. Yeah, I and the chorus comes back so much. I really don't like it. I don't even remember the bridge. I remember not liking Every it. Every damn night of it. Oh God! My life. It feels like a sailor song. Yeah. I like the way it goes. It's a pleasure to meet you. Something about that lyric. It's a pleasure to meet you. We've all had our dark, our what is it? Our battles and darkness and shadows. I'm it's here little, to let you it's know. It's corny. It's corny. It's a pleasure to meet you. I don't even get it. Like, yeah. I don't. I don't need Justin to be in a terrible place. But I don't need him to be saying that. This singing this song is yeah, bad it's, stuff. It's dumb. Let's go to our next favorite. Over it now. I'm gonna have puns for all of these because I'm over this song now. <laughs> okay, I think the verses are catchy to the point where I rem- I've, it's been stuck in my head. I thought of those endless nights, committing to conversation. Very yeah, Motion City. Yeah, the Moog is. It's it's great. I don't care awful, about this boom chick. Awful chorus. What were they? Terrible, lazy. It kind of sounds like, uh, what's it called? TKO. The I want to know. I'm, I'm over, over it now. now. This is what I you mean. They're rehashing me these melodies that aren't even good. It's just so forgettable. This song is so goddamn forgettable. The bridge, I kind of appreciate that. I guess. I guess. Boo. Boo. Okay, you said you, you listed Broken Arrow. Uh, gravity is okay. There's one part of gravity I like, and I really don't like other parts. Okay. Um, I got to remember how the verse goes. Oh, I didn't want to be the anchor in your heart. Okay. So in the verse, but it's only in the first verse of gravity. In the second part, I don't even know his lyrics. Uh, If the universe is drifting drifting further from itself each day and... Josh comes back with one of his classic picked parts, and I'm like, "Yes, I hear it," but that's the only time on this album, pretty much. And I, and and in this song, that's like my favorite part. You, you don't like the? Chorus? I don't. I think it's, it's not the way to the world. It's just the way that I don't. It's not. It's not a good melody. It's just not this a good melody. This to me sounds just similar to Broken Arrow. Like they just put a chorus in there, and it's like really? fine. I don't know. For Broken Arrow, the chorus is probably the best part to me. <laughs> I don't I don't like this chorus. It's just kind of a throwaway. I don't find this to be the worst song in the world or on the album. And I really think that part in the verse that I mentioned helps that. 
I do love the ending. It's not the way to the world. Yeah, that's cool. Thank you, Claudia. Yeah, Claudia. Also, there's like a really quick, pretty part that gets like just kind of and it goes nowhere they could have done something with that and then it just goes I think the bridge is awful in this song it just goes nowhere uh married to the fall all right we don't even know it I wrote down the bridge is awful we both listen to this album a lot it's just a lot. <laughs> it's just it's not, just not good. good. Um, but then you end with I think two of the best songs in the album: "Samurai Code" and "Days Will Run Away." So yeah. it sort of saves it a little bit. I mean, saves it barely. There, yeah, saves the day. Claudio. Saves the day, Claudia. It all comes you, full circle. <laughs> and that was Panic Stations. That's their last it's album because I feel bad ending it on that note. Early in 2016, I read that Josh was like, "The future is bright, bright for the band." Yeah. And then, like two, two months weeks later, la- two months later, yeah, band announced the breakup. Yep. It's very sad. I, I don't, I haven't, I don't know if you did research into if they explained why they ended the band. I didn't really look. I think Justin was just like, we got to a point in our lives where we're having families, and there are other things that we want to do with our because lives, which is totally legit. To me, I know it sounds like they ran out of ideas. Yeah. Besides, I, don't, I can feel you, Samurai Code. No, those are legitimately. The two, this, those are the like two unique quote-unquote progressive songs for them yeah like i mean i don't even think samurai code is that progressive it's not it's, it's different for them still a little sure. bit sure it's it's good it, but i just don't think it sounds like anything they've done whereas everything anything at all that could be on any album i mean the mm. rest of them they were just they're just spinning their wheels and most of these songs are awful over it now lose control tko are such bullshit you don't like it's a pleasure to meet you gravity and broken hour are fine it's just it's just not great I'm sorry, guys. It's not. You blew it. No, I, yeah, it's, I feel bad. And yeah, I'm very much with you. I kept talking about throughout this entire, you know, going through this, this particular album. It really sounds like they're running out of ideas because they're rehashing ideas that are fine. Right. And you were finding actual melodies and riffs. Yeah. And they just don't sound like themselves. I don't know what it was that maybe, listen, maybe Tony was the glue. Who knows? I don't know what it was that made this album I need so some Tony glue in my life. <laughs> so average. This album is so average and doesn't sound like them. It's a shame that this is that this is their record. I don't like saying these things. I know, especially because I love this band. Well, that's why. That's why we love this band so much that it just it's sad to us. Yeah, I'm emotional. I'm more about sad it. than angry. Like it's just sad. Yeah. What a what a clunker to end on. Yeah, and with that, <laughs> that was their last album, Panic Stations, in 2015. All right, so that was us going through Motion City Soundtrack's entire discography, from album one to album six. They only had six records, and then they called it a day, um, 2003 to 2015. So pretty short career. I mean, they put out their first single in '99, and they ended it in 2015. So about 15 years as a band, longer um, than the Beatles. <laughs> that's a good point but, but, they've got one thing against the Beatles yeah. um, for the most part I mean you've heard us rave about this band we love them even through their clunkers which there are some um, but before we get into uh, our favorites we're going to do our top five favorite uh, albums and rank them our top five favorite songs we're going to do our top you know our least favorite songs and we're actually going to have a special, uh, few special guests on the podcast but before that we want to quickly go through 
uh, the band's B-sides and outtakes and sort of non, uh, non-commercially non released uh, singles and songs that were sort of popped up other places. They got a lot of other stuff. They have about 15 uh, plus songs, and they've got another 10 covers or something. But we're just going to focus on about, you know, a bunch of songs that were sort of scattered out throughout the recordings. Um, so let's just get right into it. Let's talk about our favorite non-album tracks, let's call them, for let's Motion City Soundtrack. You start. All right, my number five is Throwdown. Whoa. My number five is Give Up, Give In. Okay. My number four is Severance. What did you just say to me? Oh, my God, what? Josh. No? No. <laughs> my number four is Alcohol Eyes. Okay, okay. My number three is Alcohol Eyes. My number three is The Worst Part. Okay. My number two is Give Up, Give In. My number two is Throwdown. Okay, which means we probably have the first or the same number one. I believe so. My number one is a thousand paper cranes. One thousand paper cranes. Awesome. Okay, let's do this. So let's let's do this. Let's do this. All right. Uh, my throwdown at five was your number two. So let's go into severance. So I didn't know this song even existed until a couple, maybe a month ago or a couple weeks ago. You did not seem happy. You got to remind me how this song goes. Hey. Oh, God. I, I forgot. forgot. Tripping in a traffic, hypnotized by the northern lights. It's got such a nice melody. I really don't like this song. It sounds so bored to me. So boring. I'm sorry. It's okay. <laughs> it, it was different for me. Like a different for them for me. Like kind of this slow. I love the guitar work on it. I don't know what I'm doing. The uncertainty is looming. Every heart rents a lonely room. I hate that line. Every heart rents a lonely room. Right. <laughs> I really don't. I don't like the song at all. Okay. Specifically, Let's, I specifically don't like the song. That's fine. But next, if Josh likes it, there must be something to it. Oh, what a guy! Take a listen. All right, let's do your number four, my number three, Alcohol Eyes. fucking awesome this song is uh, amazing moog line it's got it, justin's quirkiness it's like it's 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 such good motion city soundtrack that pre-chorus uh, alcohol eyes and matt goes i love when he does that tony's got a great love his fill the cor- I get excited when she draws near. Despite Such a great Justin melody. I just say that because it just is so him. You see, what's interesting is that the mel- the chorus melody to me is probably the least good part on the song to me. But there's something so fun about it. I heard that on Go, 
Justin thought that he should have put some of those B-sides on the album. He I don't, thought all I don't, three of them. I don't know if he wanted them in it, like instead of a couple others, but they were going for like a dark vibe. Yeah. Even though like he got coma kit. I mean, whatever. So like this song should have been on the album. Yeah. Alcoholized definitely should have been on the album. It's it's a great, great one. Yeah. I dig it, man. Let's do my number. Let's just do your number three, the worst part. gave me the song a while ago and i really loved it um it was for the superman soundtrack fun fact i don't know what's what superman though the i don't movie. know the so- sound sound of superman i think was the oh yeah i don't yeah, even yeah. know what it was literally the first melody never comes back in the song but it's beautiful the worst part every hour of every day that note Ooh. and then these well also then these like my favorite picking guitar. Every part of the song I think is great. It builds really well. Out of the blue, out and into the loneliness. Uh, I don't know. I, there's not much to say. It's yeah. it's very pretty. It's a great song. Every, every single part is well done. I This was, I think, written... Yeah, this was a B-side to... Um, even if it kills me. Even if it kills I, me. It makes sense. It doesn't feel like it would fit there at all. It feels much more commit this to memory to me yeah it sounds like an in-between of the two yeah um production wise also but i just think they did a really good job i don't i don't know there's something special about this song it doesn't feel like other songs of theirs mm. it kind of feels a little theatrical maybe i don't know maybe i'm just thinking that because it's on sound of superman but right, right. i really like this song yeah, pretty listen good, pretty good love <laughs> all right Let's do your number five and mine number two, another Go B-side. We forgot to tell what these were from. Actually, let's go back and do that. We talked about Severance, which is sort of this one-off or single with another song called Making Moves, uh, or Major Leagues, which is on a Making Moves series. Alcoholize is a B-side off Go, and so is this next one, Give Up, Give In. This song is fine up until a certain part. Let's talk about the fine parts. I couldn't move. I was more than confused. I was experiencing desperation. I like that verse a lot. It's very bouncy, very fun. It's it's very Motion City soundtrack, which I totally appreciate. The chorus kind of goes back to that skin and bones beat with this kind of dark thing. Me neither. Even though I put this at number two, it's, it's because of the ending. Yeah, the song. Let's it's just not even, right it's to not it. even, I wish it was the ending. And I actually wish the whole song was based you're right, you're around right. it. But the bridge is godly. Orgasmic.
bridge. Something about the and the classic Motion City soundtrack harmonies, the chord movement, it's everything. I love that bridge. Yeah. That's probably like, honestly, I mean, who knows, on a list of what, 10 to 20, one of my favorite Motion City soundtrack parts. I really yeah, love that it's part. Really, it's really uh, climactic and beautiful and, and epic. I love it. Yeah, something special. So next, let's do my number five and your number two, the first song I ever heard by Motion City Soundtrack. Same. Throwdown. So this is obviously a B-side from uh, I Am The Movie, and it was recorded even prior on one of their EPs as well. Obviously a much dirtier, jankier, not as good version. But yeah, I mean, listen, the f- the top two B-sides that I have on my list are from that era. That is just the Motion City soundtrack that I love. Uh, there's an intensity, screaming, but still melodic... Uh, that's what you said when you throw it down yeah I mean they definitely had so much chantiness in them but then they've got a great poppy chorus turn out if you turn out could see it's all all the same same to me me. I can't believe the things you say it's a a great combination of their two strengths doing that heavy awesome intricate parts to this insanely catchy chorus yeah, I mean, it's another song that just has a bunch of different parts, like the bridge. If you can't get along, you might just find a needle ground. It's also very Motion City yeah. soundtrack. I just love that initial. It's like, they're so cool. Yeah, just it's such so... a great song. And it was such a great introduction for me. I was like, what, who is this band? Yeah. This is what did it for me. So I'm really happy. Great verse melody. Yeah, great song. Great song. And then let's finish up with both of our number one songs. What used to be on Eye in the Movie, they took it off for their epitaph release, 1,000 Paper Crayons. Energy, visceral, ah, so raw. Thought that you knew him. Thought that you would Thought that you can. It's so good. He's just so screaming. Intense. At four in the morning. With a back against us all. But the best part is running out of runarounds with them. Guitar is so awesome on this that song. That part is so like shit. Gosh, oh my yes. God. <laughs> that verse is so good. This should have been on I Am the Movie. Like I don't know why. It I was think taken they took off. it off because it it feels 
from a length standpoint, from a chorus that's kind of yelly standpoint. Don't call a, it a comeback. From a verse, exactly. From a verse that has like some melody and then a picked guitar part. There's a lot of similarities between the Except two. Except what's cool is that just recently, maybe in the last year, I I picked up the record, like the vinyl album of I Am The Movie, and they put it back on. And it comes after Perfect Teeth. and bef- So it's like the end of side one. Yeah. And it just... I didn't even know. I just put the album on. It didn't look at the back. And all of a sudden it came on. I was like, holy shit, this is perfect. It works so well. So in your iTunes library or Spotify, whatever you do, throw a thousand paper cranes on between perfect teeth and boombox generation. It it really worked well. It was awesome. Yeah. I just love that song. It's another just shot of adrenaline, which they do extremely well. Uh, And it's got everything I love about them. Yeah. It's think, it's definitely quintessential I am the movie era Motion City soundtrack that didn't need to be left off because it was just as good. Yeah. As a lot of the songs on that album. For sure. Love it. Do you want to talk about some of the other B-sides? The other ones that I had sort of had in contention were so not asking you to leave chorus is awful. But the verses are great. Great drums. I had the worst part, it's a possible one. You really don't like Sunny Day, but uh, is Sunny Day the one that goes, let's get physical? physical. That's yes. the best part. I love that part so much. But yeah. it also is a ripoff of Age of Consent. Yeah, the New verses Order. are very much But that part is that. amazing when his voice goes between, from screaming to falsetto. Yeah. It's like a nice contrast. The bridge in that song is a hot mess. Just take a oh, listen it is for bad. yourself. I don't it know is what they're going bad. all over the place. It's such a so disaster. Awkward. What do you think about Bottom Feeder? I like that song too. I Another really go like that song. B-side. Yeah. The uh also very dark. The bridge of that song is great. I also like the other song that you hated Severance, but I like the other song too. Make um Major Leagues. Major Leagues. Me too. There's something about that. Also production wise, it totally seems separate from Panic Stations. Totally. And so that so that single came out before Panic Stations. I don't know. Did he I think they self-produced it? Well, there we go. You can hear everything. I like the pop of the snare. I think the chorus is catchy. Pop a snare. Did you have any other ones? Invisible Monsters is the only B-side off of Commit This to Memory. And while every like melody is not that great, I kind of like a lot of the instrumentation. Every time there's a Moog sounds great on this. And the band sounds awesome, but there's melodies are not here. And then when that comes back, there's this just invisible monsters. Check it out. You can like half of it. And that was basically all of their B-sides we just talked about. They don't have that many. There's Sunday Warning. Which Sunday is Warning is boring. Bleh. Inside Out, I talked, I alluded to, is one of the worst songs they've ever written. There's something about that chorus that I never looked up exactly what it is. It sounds like some 41. Which which song? Get Inside. Oh, yeah. Get Inside. It sounds like one of their songs. I don't know yeah. what it is. but So Long Farewell is a Mind Dinosaur Life. I don't even know what it sounds like. It, it's, not, <laughs> it's not great. And that was Motion City Soundtrack's B-sides. Yeah. Thanks again for listening to Top 5 Disco, part five in our in-depth discussion, dissection, debate, and analysis of our second artist's Motion City soundtrack and their entire discography. Now that we've discussed their sixth and pretty unfortunate final album, Panic Stations, as well as our favorite B-sides and non-album tracks, tune in next week for a very special episode where we are joined by two special guests who will help us wrap up the Motion City soundtrack series and give our final lists. But before that, we want to know your thoughts, your opinions, and your personal top fives for Motion City soundtrack. What are your top five favorite songs on Panic Stations? Do you even have five songs on that album you can call favorites? 
How do you feel about this being their final album? Let us know. Subscribe to this podcast, find and follow us on Facebook and Twitter, and post your lists and thoughts so we can continue this discussion after the broadcast ends. Also, don't forget to tell your friends and family all about us. Thank you so much for listening. Tune in next time. And remember, it's really all disco.